Good morning, punters. It's Harrow here, as promised, coming to you guys with a Saturday update for the five games across the day today. As mentioned yesterday on the pod, we don't have Wally with us this weekend. Um, So it's just myself bringing this to you. Uh, I'm actually sitting in the car out the front of the house at the moment. I've got two sick kids. So both me and Wally under the pump this week with uh, with family matters. So listen, bear with us uh, if the audio is not at 100%. But uh, I have been able to get across and have a look at all of these games today. So I'm going to bring to you guys uh, my thoughts on today's games and just give you a few hints and tips of where you should be looking with your punting today on the Saturday. So first game up, we've got Richmond and North. This is coming to you from the MCG, 145 start. As soon as I saw this game, you know, with the ladder the way it is, this is a sort of a tested formula for me for years. You get these dead games. At the end of a season, as long as the conditions are right, they generally go quite high scoring. The defensive pressure isn't as much of a focus, and it can almost become like an exhibition game at times, uh, where sides are, you know, just looking to put on a bit of a show for the crowd. And that's what I'm expecting here today. So I really like the over 170.5. Uh, It's probably my best bet for the weekend, actually. I really like it. I'm going to be having a few higher lines as well, playing around in that 200. Mate, might even have something over 210, 220, just as a bit of a pot shot. You never know. Um, These games can go really high. The Tigers, they're sending off two of their greats in Cochin and Rewalt. It could be a little bit of that uh, Josh Kennedy-type game for Jack Rewalt today where he just gets fed all day. So have a look at you know at Jack's uh, goal lines. You know, I think the market's probably onto it. Um, you know, so let's have a quick look. Yeah, so look, you're getting about $7 for Jack to kick six today. That would normally, wouldn't normally be a great bet. You know, I don't think he's really got near that so far this season, but on a day like today, uh, where his teammates are going to be looking to feed him, that could be a good bet in what we're expecting is a is a high-scoring game. And if you shop around, you'll probably find better than that 7 bucks for Jack. Uh, look, Cochin, he's $1.26 for a goal. They're onto that there. So their milestone game sort of, you know, that factor has kind of been... Um, it's been factored in by the market in the price there a fair bit. And if you're looking here, you know, particularly sports, but they haven't even offered Jack Siebel um, to kick a goal. So, uh, you know, that's um, that's a bit of a clue. You know, they're obviously being a bit sensitive to that sort of thing. We saw it with Cunnington last week. You know, he had his send-off game. He kicked two. You do see this sort of thing play out over and over again. Uh, disposals. Um, It's a little bit tricky with Richmond today. They've got all of their midfielders playing. I expect them to give Cochin a good run. You know, they're going to... They're going to try and get him involved as much as they can. So let's have a quick look at the disposal markets for a Trent Cochin. Looking down here... Koch, looking at $2.20 for $25. So... Look, that's probably not great value either, given his season. So they re- you really are relying on it. You know, his milestone game helping him have a fill up there. 
Uh, with Richmond having all of their, you know, their guns in place, all of their midfielders in place, it does make it really hard to know who's going to get the most action down there. And I think they might end up playing a, a guy like Shea Bolton more forward today. And so I might have a look at a Bolton to kick, you know, he's, he, you can probably find even money around that for Bolton to kick two goals today. Uh, the three and the four may be worth a look as well. Same with Dusty. Oh, I'm not expecting these guys to get huge midfield minutes when they, they're going to give Cochin a good run through there. Obviously, Taranto, they've got you know their full sort of complement of guys. Presti is there as well. And, and they're also looking at trying to run that Thompson Dow through the midfield too. So these guys are going to play up forward more today, I reckon. So there, there's a couple of little angles for you there. With North, they've got a lot of changes today. So their side's quite hard to work out exactly who's going to fit into what role. But the guy that you can bank on being there is LDU. And I think you'll find that he should have a good game today. Richmond, there will be no tags or, you know, or anything like that in place. So expect LDU to have a big game today. Right, we're going to move on. So just, just to finalise that, sorry, the overtotal points in that game. That's my focus today. You know, finding some bets around goal kickers uh, as well is is possibly a good play given we think it's going to be high scoring. Uh, we go the second game here. So we get the Blues, who are, you know, probably the form team in the comp, um, playing Gold Coast who, who can't make finals. They have nothing to play for today. And they've actually made a bunch of changes to the Gold Coast Sun. So that's really interesting. Today we're going to, it's not normal Gold Coast conditions today. It's going to be um, like it's low humidity, sun's going to be out. So that advantage that Gold Coast normally get from having um, those sort of humid, slippery conditions, we're not going to see that play out today. So that that's probably a bit of a break for the Blues, okay? Carlton bring back in Harry Mackay. Now, um, if you've been listening to to any of the garbage that gets thrown around that Carlton aren't a better side of Harry Mackay, I mean, please. You know, this isn't... Carlton's form earlier in the year had nothing to do with Harry Mackay. The whole team are just playing much better footy now, and he'll fit back in and he'll strengthen that side. I've got no doubt about it. So the Blues, um, you know, they do welcome him back. There is a bit of a doubt around Doherty. Um, you know, I, I think that would really hurt Carlton if he wasn't out there. Uh, the the Suns have been using Miller in a bit of a tagging role. Uh, so look look for him probably to go to Paddy Cripps. Um, that just makes the most sense. That will really free up a George Hewitt. So expect George Hewitt, who's really come back into some good form lately. Uh, expect him to have plenty of possessions. The other guy I'm looking at here is Zach Fisher. He he's moved into this halfback role and and he's had high numbers two weeks in a row in this new role. So I sort of expect that to continue today. Um, he's looking like a really important player for Carlton now with his ball use coming out of the back line. Just as a general rule, look, I really struggle to have any bets on sides who have a motivational disadvantage. And um, this is the Suns today. So, look, at sometimes it does go the other way, but rarely. You really do want to be on the side that's got more motivation, and that's Carlton today. So um, 
I'm going to probably stick with Carlton. Look, the line's a little bit prohibitive. Um, but, yeah, forced to bet I'll be with the Blues. And given the good conditions uh, up at the Gold Coast today, you can get over 164.5 there. And Gold Coast, you know, with the their season being dead, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll be happy to have a fairly open, free-flowing game. And we should see again. Carlton don't mind putting points on the board, you know, if the opposition offer it up. You know, a little bit different to the game against Melbourne last week where both sides were, you know, very focused on defence and the conditions were a bit tricky. Today we get good conditions and and one side who's probably going to be looking to, you know, have an open, good, free-flowing game, put put a show on up there. So that's where I'm leaning in this game. You know, I like Georgie Hewitt's disposals. Uh, I like, you know, possibly Carlton at the line. No, I'm not driving into that at the moment. Yes, Gold Coast are a hard team to play up there most of the time. We saw what they did to Brisbane the other week at their home deck. So, look, on form, yeah, the minus 12.5 Carlton looks fantastic. But it's just these few little factors like the home ground advantage, which are putting me off having a really good go at that one. We'll keep the ball rolling. We'll move on to GWS and Essendon. This is being played up at GWS. And look, I really like GWS here, guys. The form sort of discrepancy between these two is quite large. We've seen Essendon over the last few weeks basically performing like a bottom four to bottom six sort of side. If we have a little bit of a closer look at their form, okay, they've just beaten North Melbourne by, you know, two kicks, okay? So, you know, and we know where North are. The week before that, they've beaten West Coast by a point. Uh, you know, you go back another week, they had a decent performance um, at home against Sydney um, where they, you know, that's the sort of performance that could have them, you know, in today's game. But you go back the, the previous two weeks, but they were smacked by the dogs, smacked by Geelong, you know, and those two sides are probably in GWS's um, category, I would think. So GWS, both sides have everything to play for here. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I just view GWS as um, the much stronger side with better form, and they've got good availability this week, the Giants. They do welcome back. Uh, the two small forwards who were missing last week in Bedford and Tard and Brent Daniels. So a couple of good ins for them. Look, the Bombers, they have a couple of good ins as well in Stringer and Draper. Um, but look, I can only be with um, with GWS here. They just look stronger across every line and, and they seem to be running the season out a lot stronger than what Essendon do, who look like they're limping to the line at the moment. So I think GWS will put a big score on Essendon today and they're going to give themselves every chance to play finals and the Don season most likely is over today. So that's where we're looking today in this game. So moving on, guys, we're going to move to the next game, which just let me bring that up for us. Oh, St Kilda Geelong. Okay, this is a big game too in the context of the ladder. So just having a quick look at the ladder, we see the Saints uh, holding on in... Oh, hang on a minute, let's refresh this. In sixth place on 48 points, and the Cats are down at 11th on 42 points. Uh, given, you know, I don't expect St Kilda to win next week, They their only chance of qualifying for finals really is by winning today. So massive game for them, and the Cats, look, they need to win both of their games to qualify. 
Um, so they'll they'll both be up for this game. And this is played at Marvel, which is the Saints' favourite venue. Um, and the Saints do look like they've returned to a bit of form. Okay, so this isn't as, like a few weeks ago. We probably will, would have looked at this game and thought, you know, Geelong probably be all over him here. But, you know, look look at it here now, and it does look like a pretty even contest. One little thing I picked up on during the week is uh, Rossi Lyon did flag that Tom Stewart has every chance to get um, get some attention today. They're not going to let him run free. And, and the, um, the Hawks, uh, sorry, the Saints did this uh, against the Hawks of Sicily as well. So it's not something that they're, you know, it's not new to them. So they're, they're going to be willing to do this. They might put like a a Mitch Owens on him or a Tim Membry or something might follow him around and make his life a little bit difficult. We would normally be looking to fill up on the the backman against the Saints, but when we hear this sort of thing coming from Rossi Lyon, it does put me off it, you know, a little bit. So, look, Geelong game's generally really tricky to, um, to bet in in terms of disposals, but, look, the tried and tested bet, you know, all St Kilda games that we've found that have been competitive this season have gone under total points. And look, I, I just think when something's working and, you know, don't don't mess with it. So I, I feel like that's probably our most simple answer to find a bet in that game tonight is just the under total points. Um, look, I'll be cheering for the Saints here because, um, you know, I've got Geelong to miss the eight. Um, so look, that would be nice if, if that could happen. So I will cheer cheer the Saints on tonight. Um, in terms of a bet, the line nine is seven point five in Geelong's favour. You know I'm not compelled to to be on the Cats. I don't like their form. Their midfield just keeps getting beaten. They're they're coughing up a lot of points as well. Um, you know, so look, it's a bit of a tricky one. I'm not in love with either of these sides. So I'll probably sit back and cheer the unders on, and and hope for a St Kilda win. Uh, and disposals, I'm a little bit shy. Just with games involving Geelong, they can be very tricky. So keeping the ball rolling here, guys, another big game, and we've got Adelaide playing Sydney. So Sydney, you know, they've won their last five games in a row. They're in awesome form. Um, Adelaide, their form's recovered. They had a little bit of a slow patch uh, earlier, you know, going back a few weeks, but even in their losses, they they've looked really good, and they should have probably won last week. So you know, and and their form against top four sides, Adelaide's just been super. So they're they're no one to uh, you know they're not to be messed with, especially at home. But just through Sydney's form, getting a twelve point five start, that's where I'll probably play this. Um, you know, Sydney under Longmire, they're just such a consistent performing side. You know you're going to get the effort from them tonight. So I'll, I'll, I'm probably leaning to the Sydney at the plus 12 and a half, um, just getting that good start. The other area I'll, I'd probably want to have a look at here is your, your Logan McDonald, Hayden McLean type player goal kicker bets just with um, Adelaide. You know, they do cough up big scores. And they do have this weakness in their key backs with um with those injuries that they've got there. So we'll have a bit of a look. You know, even a Heaney, um, you know, he's quite a tough matchup, um, I reckon, for the Crows. So their their goals are gonna come through those bigger players, um, or those marking type players. So that's probably an area to have a good look at tonight. Um disposals look uh the the 
the midfielders for Adelaide, um, Crouch, Led Dawson, they're all consistently getting that 25-30. So I wouldn't mind having a play in that area. We saw Goulden get a tag last week, um, and that was really effective. Um, so we'll, I wonder if Adelaide might, you know, if they might give Ben Keys a bit of an assignment there to follow, follow Errol around. He's just such an important player for the Swannies. Um, total points I would normally be looking over with these two teams playing, but being a night game... Um, you know, and everything on the line, basically a final for these two sides. Uh, on you know, and finals go lower. These high pressure games tend to go lower, and the line isn't low either. It's at one seventy three point five. So I'm, I'm a bit shy there. I'll be leaving that alone. I'm going to be cheering on the Swannies, give it, getting the plus twelve and a half, and uh, and that's I think where that sits. Look, we look ahead to tomorrow. And I'll bring you a separate pod tomorrow morning um, to cover off those games. But make sure you've got a little bit of powder dry because there's a couple of really good angles tomorrow for, you know, the Bulldogs and the Hawks in terms of possession. So if we can try and get a bit of profit today, we'll have a bit more money to play with tomorrow when we roll into those games, which look really appealing. So, you know, just to recap, we like the over total points in the Richmond game. We like the same type of bet in the Carlton Gold Coast game. We like the GWS Giants. We like the Unders in the St Kilda v Adelaide game. And look, just a small bet on Sydney at the plus is, is where we're headed today, guys. So sit back, enjoy it. It's going to be a big game of footy. Four games that are going to shape the final eight. The ladder's going to look completely different by the end of today. And we're going to know a hell of a lot more about who's got a real chance of threatening for the flag this year. It looks wide open um, at the moment. I could see, I could see seven different sides challenging it if they all got their shit together for the last month of the season. The only side in the in the top eight who I don't really see contending are St Kilda. So I could see Sydney making a run for it. You know, if they got it all together at the right time. Same with the Bulldogs, you know, we've seen them do it before. Carlton are the informed team of the comp, and they're doing it with four or five of their best players missing. We know Melbourne can do it. Port have been to prelim after prelim. How far off are they? Brisbane, that's they're in a similar category. You know, they've they've been around the top four for the last four or five years. And Collingwood, who look to be uh sort of teetering at the moment look we know they're going to get their better players back come finals and and would be shocked if they didn't have it you know weren't there on prelim final day as well so season is shaping up to be an absolute belter to finish with the last two rounds here everything to play for for these sides and from a punting point of view like let's go and get it let's finish the season strong and um, look, that's all I've got for you today, guys. But um, yeah, enjoy it, and uh, I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Cheers.